Welcome to Speculative Sandbox, your audio playground for creative storytellers. My name is Vicki Lawn, and each episode, I and a guest will unpack a fiction trope with an eye for character development and narrative structures. Make sure to look for Speculative Sandbox on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, where you can join the conversation. Leave comments or questions, or let us know what other tropes we should cover. When the real world just doesn't cut it, let's get lost in a fictional one. We workshop a lot of tropes on this podcast. For this bonus episode, I decided to explore a trope that really stuck with me from this summer's blockbuster, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Important disclaimer, this is a technical analysis, which means there will be spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie yet, I'll still be here, so feel free to set aside this episode until after you've had a chance to watch it. Okay, let's get started. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was released on May 5th, and it is the third installment for the Guardians of the Galaxy MCU series. The synopsis reads as follows. Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill must rally his team to defend the universe and protect one of their own. If the mission is not completely successful, it could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. The heart of this story centers around Rocket's origins, specifically as a lab experiment by the High Evolutionary who was attempting to merge animals with objects to create the ideal species. In short, the High Evolutionary is a deranged psychopath who tries to play God. Through flashbacks, we learn that Rocket befriended three other lab animals who had also been deformed by these experiments, and together they cling to hope and friendship. Sadly, when Rocket attempts a breakout, he gets into a standoff with the High Evolutionary that results in the death of his friends. So I'm genuinely not joking when I say that I am still grieving these three characters. I cry just thinking about them because they represent a number of things. First, there's lost innocence, or perhaps the presence of innocence in a terrible world. Then there's persistence of hope. Then there's the very obvious brutal reminder of what we do to animals for the purpose of lab testing. And then there's the reminder of what we've also done to humans for the purpose of creating a superior species. The act of playing God is a frightful act that exists in both fiction and real life. So I'll give you some obvious fictional examples. One of them is Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. That's probably the most obvious parallel with Dr. Frankenstein literally bringing a composite of a human being back to life as a new species. Then you have the less obvious parallel where you have The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexander Dumas, where the main character likens himself to God, even calls himself the messenger of God when he does his revenge on the people that put him in jail. The purpose of this episode, though, is to look at the reality. When I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I couldn't stop thinking about Joseph Mengele, the Angel of Death. According to the Holocaust Encyclopedia, Joseph Mengele conducted inhumane and often deadly medical experiments on prisoners at Auschwitz. Many of the people died as a result of the procedures. In some experiments, death was the intended outcome. Mengele escaped to South America after the war and evaded justice for his crimes. He died in Brazil in 1979. Mind you, he was born in 1911, so he died at the age of 68. Just like how the high evolutionary found dissatisfaction with certain species and hoped to evolve them, Mengele embraced the Nazi ideology of biological racism, a pseudo-scientific theory that human races are genetically distinct from each other, leading to the concept of inferior and superior races. Mengele believed that if he could get so-called Aryan women to give birth to blonde and blue-eyed twins, the future could be saved. 
Just like how the high evolutionary Frankensteined his lab animals with reckless abandon and experimental glee, many times killing them without a second thought, Mengele conducted unnecessary surgeries on his victims, like amputations, and murdered them for anthropological and medical research. He injected chemicals in eyes to turn them blue. He particularly liked twins, intentionally infecting one twin with a disease to then transfer the blood to the uninfected twin. Basically, this is just an evil man. An evil man, evil incarnate, surrounded by other evil people to support a very evil cause. One feedback I've heard from professional critics about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is that the High Evolutionary is a flat, evil character with no dimension. But quite honestly, with this direct parallel to real-world evil, I'm personally okay with that. I don't want to know the nuances of the high evolutionary. I'm just glad that, spoiler, Rocket ripped his face off and he died in the end. However, when you're writing a character that is trying to play God on a whole society, there are some factors to consider as part of your world building and development. First question is, what is that character's ideology? For the Mengele example, Nazi biological racism served as the foundation, basically white supremacy. Second question, what are the mechanisms that empower this character? If your character lives in a shack with no friends and no prospects, it's a little hard to play God. Think of the tangled web of politics that exists today and for all time. It takes resources to get to the top. It takes wheeling and dealing and golf games and dinners. This is why I always find it hard to believe when an evil character is independently evil from their support structure. Mengele was empowered by the systems of the day, including politics and the medical community. So how is your character empowered to play God? This was a short exploration of playing God, but in conclusion, this was a rough movie for me to watch and it left an impact that I just had to process. And particularly due to the concerning wave of Holocaust deniers, we need to talk about this more. I hope other people saw this parallel when they watched this movie. And if you didn't, I hope this episode inspired you to want to learn more. It's a terrible point in our history, but if we forget about it, we're doomed to repeat it. Speculative Sandbox is a volunteer-run podcast that relies on the collaboration of fellow creators like you. Join the conversation and participate in fun polls and questionnaires on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Interested in being in a future episode? Our DMs are open, or you can email speculativesandbox at gmail.com.